Hello, you guys. Welcome back to the Few Regrets podcast. I'm so excited to be here today. Um, I have a very special guest with me, and I'm so unbelievably happy that you are here. <laughs> oh my gosh. So today I have Lexi Belknap, but now Lexi Taylor. Yeah. That's Mary. so weird. <laughs> so weird that, oh my gosh. I Did you know that you were literally the first person that I told about my podcast? Really? Yeah. Like I, I, told, my, I told my mom. But then, like, I told you next. Like, you were the – because, like, when I wanted to do a podcast, I was like, who do I – who am I going to have on? Like, what am I even going to talk about? And you were – you were the first person that Nuh-uh. came to me. Yeah. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like – That's I, amazing. I know. I'm really excited. So, I was like, I have to have her on. And, like, you were the first, like, guest I actually wanted to have on besides my brother. I love you, but you weren't really a guest. So, Scott. him. <laughs> so Scott who? Scott who, yeah. We don't we don't know him. So yeah, I was so excited when you were like, Yes, let's go. I was like, yeah, I can't wait. So yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm so happy you're here. And what's even more crazy is that we've been friends for almost eight years. It's been eight years? And eight freaking years. Oh my gosh. I know. Isn't that crazy? I didn't realize it's been that long. I mean, well, I guess like, that makes sense. Like 2015. 2015 is when I met you. Is that when you were? Uh huh. Yeah. Dude is pre. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was little middle school Emily, like signing up for dance. So that's the first time I that's met you was insane. Honeybee's tryout. That's insane. I don't. That's a blur. Mm-hmm. I don't remember a lot of that. No, time. I'm telling you. So, yeah, I'm. You're a real one. Like you're one of the OGs. Like I feel like we've been friends forever. I. You know what? It makes sense mm-hmm. because whenever I, if I ever go onto like your social media, which I do often because oh. I'm like I wonder what she's up to <laughs> and I look back to see like when was the first post I think I saw mm-hmm. every single one of them Literally, <laughs> I was like oh one. I know and I, I look at the That's date crazy. and I'm like oh I guess that was a while ago <laughs> oh my gosh yeah well it's been a hot minute and there's we've just kind of been all through all phases of life together like high school and then now we're going yeah up, which is crazy I think it's more crazy <clears throat> because we haven't really been in person Mm-mm. since you were still dancing because I was your solo coach. Yes, you did. <gasps> was it that long ago? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Don't tell me that. That was literally sophomore year. <laughs> I think that's the last time we Disgusting. saw each other in person. Was it actually? I think so. Because then right. that was four years ago. I had moved to Twin Falls and then back. What? Yeah. Are you serious? I really think it's been that long. Okay, but you're the type of friend that like will get together and it feels like I have I see you every day. I think I just have object like permanence problems where it's like fine. I just can't tell how long it's been. Same. So I'm Literally like, it was same. yesterday. We're still okay, the I saw same. You yesterday. It's still the same now. <laughs> so funny. So kind of tell everyone what you're up to. Like who you are. Who's <laughs> Lexi Taylor? Um because you did just move back to Idaho. Y- yes. Um my name's Lexi Taylor. Uh got married to my sweetheart Derek. <laughs> sitting, sitting across right here <laughs> <laughs> he paid me to say it just kidding yes he has a 20 dollar bill in his hand yeah. <laughs> just kidding. yeah um we got married during covid so oh, how was that a lot of people i think got hurt because there wasn't yeah, like invites or things yeah but our venue canceled on us like a month before the wedding are you kidding <laughs> no that's a horror story so itself. We, oh my gosh we got married in his sister's house which sounds like crappy but she has a really nice house hey, well, all of your wedding pictures that i saw were literally you looked like you were in like a gorgeous venue i didn't that's even know that you were in house, house. her house is was so nice <laughs> so we got married in his sister's basement that is... because that was the only place we could find so last minute that would mm-hmm. host a wedding because of all the covid rules so oh my gosh because when did you get married december december so it was like right it was mm. things had kind of calmed down and then it picked up right back again because it was winter and everyone's getting sick right so we that's right got married in 2020 in covid and then we were in utah for the past just over two years that's crazy and then just moved back to idaho like a week ago i know (laughs) how's it been because it's in drakes right i love drakes it it's is so underrated. It's like, so pretty. So pretty. Very small place. Very small. But is that hard? Are you because your dad, does he still live there? Or does he part-time, yeah. Part-time. But I I think I'm used to it because I've worked for our like the company we work for mm-hmm. like two different times. Oh, so okay. I've been around there 
more than he has. But now <gasps> he had to move. To, I dragged him to Idaho <laughs> and made him live the small town life. Yeah. But it's so pretty it's that so I don't think we really mind. No, I am so happy for you guys. I, Thank it's, you. it's so pretty. Like during the winter, I had never really been there before until like January and they had all these like huge ice sculptures. Yeah. They and do they're like year. I didn't even know that was a thing. I was like, dang, these things are crazy. Yeah. It's excuse me, it's a really pretty place to live. <clears throat> yeah. So I mean, I think we're enjoying it so far. Mm-hmm. He started week week. Week started work <laughs> <laughs> this last week. And then I start next week. So oh my goodness, what are you doing? Um, I'll be working in the nursery, so like in the store. Cute. With all the plants. Yes. Pray I keep them alive. <laughs> Don't go upstairs in my room. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I'll be doing a lot of that. Just kind of wherever they need me. Yeah. But it'll be a good change. It's kind of chill, I feel like. That's yes. a good vibe for you. Yes. I, I can't you do... You can't do anything. <laughs> anything else is too much for Literally me. Literally same. I know. So, okay. Are you ready to dive in? Yes. Let's dive in. Okay, so I'm really excited for today's topic. Um, I don't know, like, specifically why you came to mind when I thought about this, but when I was in high school, I remember you and I kind of talked about it quite frequently because you were struggling with some stuff. I was struggling with some stuff. Um, I had just, like, when we started getting close, I feel like you and I, Mm -hmm. it was my sophomore year of high school when I had just lost, like, all my friends. Yeah. And it was a really hard year, and it was a hard year for you that year as well. So I think we kind of bonded, trauma bonded. <laughs> it's fine. That love year. It. <laughs> so today we're talking about mental health. Um, and then we will actually be talking about a miscarriage as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did want to throw out a warning just in case anyone is triggered by um, suicide. We will be talking about that today as well as losing a loved one. So... Um, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the podcast again. I <laughs> yeah, really am so excited. So, yeah, you are such an inspiration to me. But Oh, stop, stop it. <laughs> so, um, I kind of wanted to start off by saying, like, for me personally, I believe that, like, someone can't just overcome mental health and never mm-hmm. be sad again. Um, like, I think mental health is, like, it's a very lifelong journey. Um, and we kind of figure out, like, through our struggles and hardships – like how we cope, what triggers us, um, and kind of how how to pick ourselves back up. And um, I also believe that like people can be sad some days and not be depressed, right? And then people can also literally be depressed and struggling no matter what the circumstances are, happy or sad. So I think, you know, and like it's always important to be kind, you know, but the cliche quote, you know, like always be kind because you never know what someone's (laughs) going through is like, it's really important, especially in like, in today's society where like social media is so strong and the pressure of always having a happy face is such mm-hmm. a trend like oh yeah oh it's crazy so um i kind of want to get your take on this but what comes to mind when you hear like the term mental health um i think hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i know it's kind of a it's, it's, i know it's a little bit different for everyone cuz yeah. like some people when they think mental health they're like oh like you know, relaxation, kind of calming your mind. But then for me, I think of my struggles. I think of like how I handle, you know, what I go through and mm-hmm. like what I'm at. So it's like kind of just yeah. depends for everybody. But yeah, I think for me, mental health, I think of the importance of it, mm-hmm. but more so like the negative reasons of why it's important. Yeah. Because I of like mm-hmm. what you put yourself through during like mental health struggles yeah so I think that's kind of where I think of it of like you have to take care of it Mm -hmm. because of all the negative side effects that come from never taking care of it I know and I so true and like it gets like a bad rap sometimes I feel like it's a little bit taboo to talk about for whatever reason yeah like everyone struggles with it as soon as you hear mental health they're like like, oh shut it (laughs) checked out yeah for sure So, can you want to start by sharing kind of, like, when you noticed something was wrong, like, Mm -hmm. when you were struggling high school, middle school, were you struggling with, like, anxiety, depression, kind of just, what was it? Um, So, don't mind me. I wrote a few notes down. Yes, please! (laughs) (laughs) But um, my, where I really noticed it was in middle school, which Mm -hmm. I think is pretty common. common. Because that's when you start really changing Mm -hmm. from, like, 
recess to like caring what other people think about you. Yeah. And it is the worst time because people are just mean. They are so. Why are I, I'm scared of middle schoolers. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I was the middle schooler that just. <clears throat> I tried to keep to myself, but mm. I cared so much about what everybody else thought of me. Mm-hmm. And I had started, I had danced before, but then I joined the uh, like competitive team. In Panther dancers? Yes, Panther dancers. I can't believe it's not Panther dancers anymore. Like, do they even oh, have yeah. a team? It's like the bees, like the, they yeah, changed it's like the, the whole thing now. Junior Odyssey, I think. That's right. Yeah. They're so good. Yes, they're they so are. good okay it's fine they're better than honeybees it's fine, <laughs> it's fine. just, just a side, side note. Note. It's fine. But yeah so i had started competitive dance mm-hmm. and for anyone who's done competitive dance of any sort you know the toll it takes on you because you're literally judged on how you do things how you look and oh i it's crazy too like i like yeah. even dancing, like you couldn't have nail polish on your hair had to be purpose. Your eyelashes had to be purpose. Like it yeah. was very everything's very nitpicky. Yes, yeah, so and true. at the time of middle school, I just started. I was fighting a lot with my friends and my family mm-hmm. and myself to where I think at like midway through the year, I really let my mental health just like drop mm-hmm. and I let it take the reins. Yeah. And trigger warning, mm-hmm. <laughs> I had like started self harm. Yeah. And I stopped eating. Mm-hmm. And my coach, uh, my co-coach at the time noticed. Mm. Not that I was like really dropping weight, but she had noticed that I always was very shaky mm-hmm. and lightheaded. And I usually, even though it's terrible to dance with like long sleeves on because it's hot, I would wear long sleeves because I had cuts on my wrist. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to hide it. And she had caught it at one point. Mm-hmm. And... She had told my parents and um, they like tried to figure out some sort of plan to help me because I knew I needed help. I just didn't know. That's the hardest part, especially at a young age when you don't really know what's wrong or if you do know what's wrong. Yeah. And most middle school attitude is I do not want my parents Mm -hmm. in my business. I don't want anyone to know anything. I can do it. I can figure it out. And I had that attitude at first, even though I knew I needed help. Yeah. And thankfully, with, like, help from coaches and my parents and, like, a good friend group that mm-hmm. I had, um, I had stopped self-harming. Yeah. But that was such a huge struggle to get over that I, I think it's – mental health is talked about much more now. Yeah. But I don't think that part of mental health struggles of how bad it can get is talked about as much because mm-hmm. you don't want to – Sound like, oh, if you're struggling with mental health, this is what you do. Yeah. Because it's not. But um, I think when it comes to when you get to that place of, like, deep depression and anxiety, it almost, not on purpose, it becomes, like, a safe space. Mm-hmm. Like, that's your normal now. Yes. So then. I love that. that to get that. past it is, like, terrifying. More, It's more scary than having to fight mental health because if you don't feel sad and you don't hate yourself and you don't hate your life and whatever then what are you supposed to feel mm-hmm. because that's and just how do, what are you supposed to I do I love that you said that because I think like especially like like kind of you just saying that I felt almost guilty for feeling happy it was the weirdest yeah. feeling I don't know if you ever like kind of mm-hmm. experienced that but I feeling sad felt so good because it was so normal that yeah. I was like being happy is weird. It felt weird to not yeah. be sad. It felt like I didn't deserve yes. to be happy because yeah. I had all these reasons to, to be, be sad. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, then I'm just going to stay sad. sad. Yes. But why would you do that to you? I know. It's Looking so- back, I just sit there and I'm like, I wish I could just give my like, middle school, even high school, even though it wasn't, I don't feel like it's that long ago. I wish I could just hug that version mm-hmm. of me because that version of me needed somebody. Yeah like my current self so, mm-hmm. to understand and like talk to them yeah they needed it yeah and I at the time didn't even reach out to get that help yeah so I mean like, like how were you supposed to you were like what 13 yeah so sad what are you supposed to oh do at 13 gosh, besides tell everyone I'm fine leave me alone yeah which is I feel like most most yeah most middle school anyone who struggles with mental health even though it's more talked about I feel like even if you know you're struggling mm-hmm you don't say anything. No. 
Because then everyone's like, oh. Like, oh, she's she's struggling. Yeah. She's spicy sad. (laughs) That is my biggest. Oh, don't even get me started (laughs) on that. So when did it so you say like you told your parents kind of like what happened with that did they did they i went into therapy Yay! <laughs> that was the sparkles you know like yeah. therapy yeah. <laughs> the half capitalized yeah yeah there that was <clears throat> that went on for a little bit and i highly encourage anyone oh, to I go to literally therapy. went yesterday i go every it's week amazing <laughs> and i'm not one to like tell a stranger mm-hmm. my innermost feelings well, and like it feels so good yes once you why start, does it feel so good <laughs> because you don't know them and they it's don't the know best. you i know i love it yeah therapy and then it was just like weekly checks of like how are you doing mm-hmm. where are you at yeah and as much as i fought with my mom my dad was traveling a lot for work so he wasn't home as much but with my mom we fought constantly but i leaned on her with everything mm-hmm. because I didn't want to be sad, even though it was scary not to be the way that I was for so long. Right. So it was a lot of leaning on the people I could trust the most. Did your friends know? Did you, like, were you close enough with your friends? Because I feel like as a middle schooler, like, or even, like, if it, like, continued out throughout Mm -hmm. high school, but it's kind of a lot to tell somebody your personal life, like, your friends especially, because, like, they're going to judge me, they're... You know, so did yeah. your friends know? Like, I told them at some point. I knew that some knew something was happening, mm-hmm. but I just kind of shut them out for a bit. Yeah. But after I, like, went to therapy <laughs> and started, like, opening up and realizing that it's okay yeah. to open up and that it's needed to, mm-hmm. like, process through things, I told them. And heaven bless the people that I was worse, worse. friends with <laughs> in middle school to high school because they are the kindest souls and they were there for me when I really needed people mm-hmm. and they're just thriving in life and I love them yes <laughs> I haven't I seen them in so that. long but I love them so much because of them just being there for me when I really needed it oh my gosh I love yeah. that so much <laughs> um so we kind of both danced our whole lives which yeah. we mentioned um so did you feel like when you were dancing and kind of being a part of that team setting that you felt like you were more at peace, like you got to escape all these feelings that you were feeling. Kind of what oh, was your 100%. escape person? Yeah, what was your escape route? Like, because I, when I danced, I literally felt on top of the world. I yeah. loved it. Dance for me was like, I mean, escape is the perfect, perfect. word yeah. for it because if I'm focusing on being perfect <laughs> while <laughs> dancing, I don't have to worry about being perfect in life. Yeah. Like it was a complete separation. I if we're that. dancing, then that's all I'm focused on and I do not care what's going on. You want to know what just came that. to mind? What, what we called you in high school? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know yes. why. I, I won't say the name on the podcast, <laughs> you know, but I feel like any of the girls who know us know ex- or like who dance with us know exactly oh, completely. what we're talking about. I don't know why that. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. But I I feel like it I feel the exact same way. It what was your favorite type of dance? No, even hip hop. Oh. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> you know, the queen. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I I I <laughs> We just stutter. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I, I believe that same way. Like, I just escaped every single feeling I had in my mind. Like, even when performing, the high of just escaping my body. That it, adrenaline. It, yeah, it was literally crazy. And I felt so good. Like, I yeah. felt on top of the world, honestly. Yeah. Like, and I think crazy. we were blessed with the team that we had because yeah. our freshman there's... My freshman year. <laughs> yeah. I was like, not freshman. <laughs> but I think it people even if you're on different sports teams or whatever mm-hmm. if you don't have a good team that like you really are a team together and you're bond with each other and you're friends with everybody it's hard to like feel like you're lifted up with those people oh, absolutely but I feel like we pumped each other up so much mm-hmm. that even if someone was having a hard day and they came to dance we were all able to like recognize it and then like do what we could to help them out even yeah. if it was only while we were at dance yeah so and there were so many times, like, specific situations that, like, <clears throat> just come to memory for us that we had some girls, like, 
on our team that were going through a lot. Mm-hmm. And it, I personally grew just from watching them grow through those experiences, watching you, you know, watching mm-hmm. our captains specifically, mm-hmm. like just go through some really hard stuff. And you, you learn a lot from that, like oh, yeah. girlhood, kind of just like growing up. And it's, it's kind of just bonding to go through yeah. those things together and kind of open up a little bit. And oh, yeah. I love the team environment. I, that is one thing I do love about high school. I hated high school, <laughs> but I loved being on the team. Just being a yeah. part of that setting, it was. We had the best coaches. Oh yeah, it was. And I, my senior project was on, um, like the effects of mental health and how it helps if you're on like in sports. Really? Yeah. So I like. That's I so cool. I think it's you're so the funny. best. You're the coolest <laughs> person ever. Ever. You're too nice. It's just I'm sitting in front of you. <laughs> but yeah, I. I think that's the other thing besides therapy that I recommend if anyone's mm-hmm. struggling when you're younger and in school, join some sort of team or club. Yes. Because even if you feel like you don't have a strong friend group outside of it, mm-hmm. you're always going to have a team that like you're a part of. Right. And I think it, for me especially, it really helped mm-hmm. go through those hard t- times because I had a literal team with me. Yeah. All the time. I love that so much. <laughs> so, did you feel like you've had people to relate to? It's like, obviously, you're kind of going through it. People know, but did you really have people that you could relate to and kind of talk through it besides your counselor or whatever that you're going to therapy? But, like, did you have anyone that kind of you related to? Um, I don't think I had someone necessarily that, like, I related to. I think I just had... Like, my support system was very understanding, and they Mm -hmm. knew that even if they didn't know everything that I was going through or how to even give advice Mm -hmm. over things that I was going through, they tried their best, and they – some advice was vague, but it's because it fits for everything, you know? So it's a choice to be happy. (laughs) Yeah, good. (laughs) (laughs) I know. But (laughs) – I don't think there's anyone, like – specifically maybe my mom mm-hmm. because my mom's been through it mm-hmm. so i literally love your mom more than anything Me too. i see her all the time but <laughs> i used to work um like people who kind of live around here at scotty's diner yeah and she her and uh macy would come in literally i swear every week and it made my day and i just remember that all the time and she's like oh you dance with flexi i was like yeah, I did. I did. I love her. She's the sweetest Go person. Go, mom. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love that so much. So it is. It's definitely hard to. It's hard to talk about it or like relate to people when they really don't really know what you're going through, yeah. unless they've gone through it themselves and you know what I mean? opened up about it. And opened up, yeah. So I feel like it is like hard to open up about, but I think a lot of people, including me feel embarrassed like maybe even like you at the time mm-hmm. if you're going through and even now or like yeah. earlier in the years like felt embarrassed because oh something's wrong with them you know like they're scared their brain's going a million miles an hour mm-hmm. and like that that was something like for me especially I struggle with anxiety a little bit more than the depression but they mm-hmm. kind of paired together yeah so did you struggle with anxiety a little bit more depression kind of when um, did you when did it start getting like worse? Like cuz you said you noticed it in middle school and that's yeah. when it kind of started. I think anxiety didn't really kick in for me till like sophomore/junior slash year. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in there is where out of nowhere I got really bad social anxiety. Really? Yes, and it you? was terrible because I could perform mm-hmm. in front of like halftime at a football game. Right. And it didn't phase me at all. But if I had to stand in front of people or talk in front of people or just stand like going to a dance and standing in a whole room full of people and everyone's doing their own thing, mm-hmm. it would tear me apart. Yeah. I had to leave junior year prom early. Really? Because I just <laughs> I couldn't oh do it. Gosh. I was just struggling so bad. I was like, I can't stand in this room with all these people. Like I mm. think I'm going to throw up. Mm. I can't do this. So It's hard. High school is brutal. Yes, it is. Oh, And it just – I think it continued from there, Mm -hmm. like, out of – obviously, like, out of high school. And I think nowadays it's less depression, more anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because I've – I look back and I've grown a lot since 
I mean, I'm a completely different person right. from middle school, high school, even right after high school. Mm-hmm. Anyone that knew me then, hi, I'm Lexi. Yeah, I'm same new version. Literally, but, I cannot um, agree more. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like a whole different ball game. Mm-hmm. Every time you go through like something new in life, it just like resets. Yeah. And it's like, okay, round one all over again mm-hmm. because it's all brand new. It is. But I've definitely learned more about how to take control mm-hmm. of my life because I learned that life comes from you, not at you. And that takes mm-hmm. time for it to get to the point that where you want it. Yeah. So I think with learning that, mm-hmm. it was easier to look at things of like, okay, I'm going to have to go about it a different way and that's okay. I'm going to figure it out. Everything's going to be fine. And so I've had to like rewire my brain yeah. into doing things differently and being okay with doing it differently Mm -hmm. and not blaming myself for thinking something's wrong with me yeah oh my gosh I literally love that so (laughs) so much so um what helped you like start coming out of the darker places that you were in um it was definitely finding the things in my life that bring light Mm -hmm. to those dark places a Mm -hmm. lot of it was um my sister Brie, who, for those who don't know, she literally, I will cry, <laughs> literally, don't even get me started. started. She, um, she's handicapped both mentally and physically, and with her condition, because she's never been diagnosed with like a syndrome or a disease, mm-hmm. her life is very unknown, and our her doctors have always said like take the time you can with her because. She could die in 20 years or she could die next week. Mm-hmm. Like, we really don't know. Yeah. And um, I think knowing that with her, because, I mean, you you could say that with anybody you know. Right. Like, they could be gone tomorrow or, yeah. you know, <laughs> 50 years from now. But yeah. with Brie, it's just so unknown. And I – the way I looked at it was – looking at my relationship with her and my life with her, if she were to go tomorrow, do I want to look back at all that time I had with her and realize that I had no happiness? Like, Mm -hmm. why would I want to look back at her life and be like, oh, well, I was depressed that whole time. Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't even have that light. But she is a light. (laughs) I love, like, Handicapped people, mentally ill, like any of mm-hmm. like Down syndrome people, literally, I kid you not, they're, they're the pieces of heaven yes. on earth. And Brie is one of those people. And mm-hmm. I'm so happy that you kind of found that light through her because that is such a good place to look for it. Oh, 100%. Because she's always there. Yeah. She's we, the we, happiest we, smile. <laughs> she's seriously, she's so funny. She, she's the you wouldn't sweetest. know it because obviously she can't talk. Yeah. But she has this attitude I know that she carries with her I love it but so it much. just I don't know I couldn't <clears throat> I can't imagine a life without her I know at some point I'll have to right. and we'll cross that bridge when we get there right but I think looking at like her life mm-hmm. she's happy and she has the worst case scenario of anyone yeah. because she can't do anything for herself she can't mm-hmm. even talk or like eat regular food right so what am I to sit and pour me over every little thing when she's happy and she has like no other choice but to be happy yeah and I think I just took that from her of like if she can be happy with her situation I can find a way to be happy in mine Mm -hmm. and just do it with her yeah so I I think that's kind of where it came from like anything else besides like like everyday things that you did um I mean, you can always find at least one thing yeah. in every day mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. Even if it's a like one little win of I made my bed today. Mm-hmm. And even if that's the only thing you did, you did that. Yeah. So, I mean, I had I, to find those things. I love that so much. And they literally say to make your bed every single morning. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's so true. Like, even yeah. if you wake up, count yeah. your blessing. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the other thing, too, is I had – um. One of my friends passed away mm-hmm. in yeah. senior year. Another one passed away right after the yeah. summer after my uh, after I graduated. And then another friend passed away um, 
two years, mm -hmm. year and a half after I graduated as well. Yeah. All of them by uh, suicide. Mm -hmm. And I think realizing like I didn't want to be like that anymore. Not that like anything bad with them. Mm -hmm. They had a lot of things going on, obviously. Yeah. And I just realized that like I don't want to be sad anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get to that point because I had before. Right. I don't want to be there anymore. I don't want my mom or my sister to find me. Right. Like I realized how much of a toll that really takes on your family and your friends and just people in the community that even met you once. Right. So. And I love that because, I mean, more often than we think, we make an impact on every single person mm -hmm. we come in contact with, whether you literally cross them when you're in your car. Like, and I, yeah. and I love that. And a lot of people that you come in contact with me come in, like we're mm -hmm. we make an influence on a lot of people and i know the people that had passed away in your life were really big influences on you very mm -hmm. close to you so how did you handle that how was it um i think i mean it was hard mm -hmm. for sure i wasn't as close to um connor mm -hmm. he's the one who passed away my senior year, I had only talked to him maybe twice. Right. We weren't very close, but I think that's what made that impact. Like we said, is we had only talked a few times, yeah. but it made an impact on me when he passed because he was no longer around. And I realized how much that was going on that nobody seemed to really know about. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I had to make a difference in myself to – take care of myself mm -hmm. because I realized that if you stop caring about yourself and you only care for others and about others, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, right. but if that's the only thing you like take care of, mm -hmm. if you choose others, who's choosing you? Right. Nobody. So I think I had to take time to choose myself yeah, and to take care of myself because it was just, Watching my friends go through it too, I was like, I don't want anyone to see that anymore. I don't want to be that for somebody else because it's just oh, so sad. Absolutely. It's literally so sad. I was literally in counseling yesterday and she had a book on her like little table, like right in her waiting room. That's mm -hmm. like, if you haven't read it, it's super cute. It's just, 8,789 words of wisdom. It's like mm -hmm. the super, super cute. And something that you um, said just barely kind of reminded me of that. Um, mm -hmm. And sorry, let me find okay. it really quick if you. Yeah, go for it. Um, so, yeah, it says accept yourself like you accept others. Yeah. Super cute, super simple. But I love that you said that because that is the first step. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, someone else can't love you until you love yourself because – you know, and yeah. I love that so much. So Oh, completely. So, so we're going to kind of take a little bit of turn. Do you have anything else you like you want to add or anything? I don't think so. This is, I mean, as much as I'm laughing, it is a heavy topic. It is. It varies. Um, and I, I think I have humor. My, yes. I cope with I humor. <laughs> a lot of people do because if you don't laugh, then you're just sad. I know. But yeah. I think it's if I was going to leave any last words with this kind of a topic, mm -hmm. it's for anyone who's going through it, know that those heavy feelings were not meant to be carried alone mm -mm. at all. And They're it, heavy because you're not supposed to carry yeah. it. Yeah. And that's – help. It's hard because you when you're going through it by yourself, you feel like you are only going through it by yourself. No one understands you, whatever. Yeah. Um, but – no, you are not alone. And I know that it's cliche to say, oh, you're not alone. Like people know, yeah. but you really aren't. Yeah. Um. So yeah, kind of what would your best piece of advice be for someone who is struggling right now then? um, Choose yourself. Yeah. Look at your and it's life. It's okay to choose yourself. Yes. Like truly. Some people would say it's selfish, but if you, it's like we just said, if you don't choose you, who will? Right. You need to choose yourself. Take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you can't take care of everybody else if your cup, your like cup is empty. You yeah. know, you have nothing to pour into other people's. Yeah. So, take care of yourself, mm -hmm. even if it's just one day a week where you just don't talk to anybody and you do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Do it. 
You won't regret it. That's something you'll never regret is taking care of yourself. Yeah. Go get a massage. Yes. <laughs> go get a facial. Go go do self-care. Get a sweet Take, treat. Yes. I love ice cream. <laughs> yeah. So, you married Derek. Yes. And you guys are literally the cutest people on the planet. <laughs> I love you guys. I mean, He's I think there. we are, but I'm biased because I'm uh, in it. <laughs> so, and you guys, you've been married for almost three years, right? Yeah. This, this December will be three. three so, it's coming up yeah so when did you guys know that you wanted to start a family like did you want to start a family sooner like did you want kids early on kind of what was your plan Um, I mean when we were engaged we had we knew that we wanted a family we didn't know when Mm -hmm. um I knew it I knew because of my past health issues that I wasn't it was going to be a harder time for me to get pregnant Mm -hmm. um so I knew it wouldn't be quick by any means for right. us to get pregnant. So our first plan was just to uh not like try. Like, <laughs> I, I hate saying that. Say that. <laughs> for trying. Yeah, like, oh cool. Gross. Exactly. I know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I knew it was gonna take a while. Yeah. So we decided like we'll stop preventing because we know it's going to take a while and we'll just see how it goes yeah and that was in march so after a couple months of being married Mm -hmm. we knew it was going to take a while we didn't think it was going to happen right away so we just didn't care yeah and that went on through the entire summer every month i would take tests yeah and they'd all be negative and even though i knew like because like I said like my past health issues I knew it wasn't gonna be easy mm-hmm. um I still got sad every single time so I got sorry. a negative it's, and it's a false hope that yes yeah even if I knew I mean well, I knew that we were not ready right financially and mentally nothing we mm-hmm. were not ready to be having a baby but I still wanted it because yeah. I told Derek when we first met that my dream job is to be a mom oh same so i want 12 kids i yeah (laughs) i knew i wanted that so bad even though i knew like we weren't ready just yet um so that went on all throughout the summer into um the like fall Mm -hmm. and i took a pregnant pregnancy test in november okay and it was like faint positive and I remember showing Derek, and I didn't know whether to be excited or not because it was very faint. Mm-hmm. Was it like the ones that you pee on the stick, like yeah, the, that say pregnant, not pregnant, or like the two little pink, the lines? two pink lines? Okay, so those are really hard to tell. Yeah, because oh it could there's still false positives. Yeah. So, but that's you what could, happened to my mom and yeah. I. Like she took a pregnancy test and threw it away. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was positive. So, yeah. So yeah. It so, happens. but I knew there was a chance because I had missed my period so I was like I'm pretty sure like this is what this means but I'll take another one in a couple days did you have consistent periods um so like somewhat they were always off by like maybe a week or so Mm -hmm. because I've always been like yeah off by a little bit yeah but I could count on it happening right (laughs) like and then it didn't yeah yeah so I had missed one so Mm -hmm. I was like I don't want to get excited because I don't know I'll test it a few days and I'd show Derek he saw the line. And so it was... You knew it wasn't just you. Like, yeah. You were... Like with line eyes is what yeah. they call it. Yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh. And I went out with my sister-in-laws that day, not telling them because I was like, I'm pregnant. Mm. But no one knows. I like see it there. Derek sees it there. And went out that day, whatever. Waited a couple days. And I... Well, I say waited a couple days. I took one the next day. Yeah. <laughs> and... obviously you were so excited I was ready to be excited Mm -hmm. but I was still so scared because Mm -hmm. we had spent the whole beginning of the year with negatives yeah just one after the other so Mm -hmm. I mean it kind of kills your hopes as it goes on yeah so I take one the next day and you could still tell it was positive so Mm -hmm. I was like oh my gosh like I am pregnant but I wasn't letting myself get excited because I don't know I had a feeling that like it wasn't going to happen. Really? 
I don't know what it was, but I just, I told myself, I was like, this isn't real. This isn't going to keep going. Mm -hmm. And within the next couple of days, I had miscarried. Mm -hmm. And it was very quick. We didn't even get to go to like the doctors. Mm -hmm. I mean, because I had, from doing the math, I was only like five and a half weeks. So really, really early, just found out. But But still there. Yes, very mm-hmm. much. And Derek and I didn't tell anybody mm-hmm. for two months, I yeah. think. It was like right after like New Year's because I just took the time. I was like, you know what? I don't really want to talk to anybody about it. Mm-hmm. Even though I knew my sister-in-law had a stillborn mm-hmm. and she knows what it's like to go through things like that, yeah. I still wouldn't. I was like, I How can't can you tell talk anybody. about that stuff yeah. too? It's so, so hard. And no one even knew. Right. That we were like trying. Whatever. So yeah, I um, I just didn't want to talk about it. We didn't tell anyone for like two months because I just like I feel like talking about it made it real. Yeah, and then I really had to accept that we weren't going to be parents right now. Right, even though we wanted it so bad, mm-hmm. and I was glad I did because my I wanted my family to know and to like be able to talk to them about it, but it was much harder Mm -hmm. getting the courage to like tell people what happened. And even though it's much more talked about now, it's like more common to have problems getting pregnant than it is to like have it happen immediately. But I still don't want to. It was so hard. hard. I'm not going to (laughs) cry. It's okay if you do. If you cry, it's fine. I'll cry. I'll okay. cry with you. I'm a crier. <laughs> but um, it was just so hard. Mm-hmm. I It was really hard to cope with the fact that I wanted it so bad. Yeah. And to have it just like, I felt like the rug was just like yanked out from underneath me. And all my friends, well, not like close, close friends, but like everybody on social media was posting yeah pregnancy announcements or they just had their baby and I wanted that for everybody but I couldn't look at it Mm -hmm. I had to unfollow a lot of people as soon as they announced that they were pregnant because I couldn't look at it Mm -hmm. and I felt bad even though they probably didn't know or care right if I unfollowed them on social media but I was like I I I promise like I'm gonna follow them back eventually I just can't look at it yeah like, I couldn't accept that oh. it wasn't happening for us. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I truly am. Like, there's really no words that you can say to somebody. But if you, if there were, what do you wish or hope for someone to say to you or that you would say to someone kind of going through that? Because it, it's a very unique situation, but mm-hmm. it, who, that isn't unique. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, I mean, it's easier said than done. Right. But don't give up hope. That you're, like, don't tell yourself that you're never going to be a parent. Mm -hmm. Because even though it hasn't happened for, like, Derek and I, and we're going on two years of infertility problems, but we still have some hope that even if we don't have one like that, like, we're still going to be parents, we'll Mm -hmm. adopt, we'll foster. Like, it's still going to happen even if it isn't the way that we want it to happen initially you know and it is such a blessing that you guys are even able to do that too yeah that's so cool i love that it's so uh, hard and so how are you doing now because obviously it's (laughs) like you don't just move on i'm sure and you shouldn't obviously that's really hard but how are you doing now have you because um there there's a little bit of like sometimes if i um, go through something hard and I was doing good and then I kind of go through this downward, downward spiral a little bit yeah. of things that you know so how are you doing with that like mentally are you good how's kind of been um, your process there's days when it's really really hard mm-hmm. and I have to just like tuck my phone away mm-hmm. and I can't look at anything and it's like it's getting better mm-hmm. because I can tell those days are much more spread apart. Yeah. But I think because I've had to overcome certain mental health struggles, 
I've taken those same like coping mechanisms and put them into me going through, um, well, I should say we, cause it was my husband as well, but like us going through a miscarriage, um, making sure that I still take care of myself and I take the time that I need yeah. because we're all on different schedules for everything. Yeah. So just reminding myself that like, I'm not broken. I'm not like, there's nothing that's super wrong with me. Right. It's just not the right time. Yeah. And I don't know. There's, it's like I said, there's days where it's harder. Um, and I think I realized that during those days, I just have to reach out. Even yeah. if it's to my best friend, shout out Abby. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, girl. <laughs> um, because she's, bless her soul, she deserves everything good in life. Mm-hmm. Um, think, I'm she's, s- thank heavens for her friends. Yes. She's friends. had um, a few miscarriages as well. Mm, and so hard. we've bonded over yeah. just talking about everything because we know exactly how it feels. Yeah to want to be parents and it not be happening when yeah. we want it. Mm-hmm. So I've really learned to lean on people. Yeah. And I don't feel like ashamed or embarrassed as much anymore. I definitely so did before. You did before. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> why do you think you did? Is it because like you were embarrassed to share or just like why? No, I don't think it was because like I was embarrassed to share. I think it's more because I wanted to be seen mm-hmm. as someone not exactly like a role model but someone that other people could lean on yeah and how can anyone lean on me if I look weak yeah like it's like if you're going on a hike and you need a walking stick you're not going to grab some twig off to the side you're going <laughs> to grab some like actual like yeah. walking stick like sturdy yeah and I wanted to be seen as sturdy and strong but just because you have weak moments doesn't mean you're not strong. Yeah. You absolutely. can still be strong in life. So absolutely. And I think the weaker moments make you more stronger. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. It makes you grow as a person, even if you didn't want to go through oh. whatever it is. Cause yeah. who wants to go through anything sad? Right. Or like have low low moments in life. No one does. Right. But it makes you grow and learn as a person. Mm-hmm. So I think I've learned to just accept those moments and be grateful for those moments, yeah. even though it's really hard at the time to- in the moment, mm-hmm. um, because I've been a better person yeah. and I've been able to help the other people around yeah. me and always be someone that someone can talk to. Yeah, because you're so good at that. Oh, you should be a therapist. <laughs> Go to oh. school for that. <laughs> it's a therapy session right now. Yeah. I. And it's my favorite thing. Yeah. I take it as a compliment if anyone ever comes to me with something because I'll drop whatever I'm doing yeah. because I needed that. I remember – this is kind of like a tiny tangent. Go for but it. I, I'm a huge tangent. I major ADHD. It's fine. That's but fine. I, I don't know if you remember this, but it was like November, I think. Yeah, it was November of 2017. You'd graduated already. Mm-hmm. It was my sophomore year of high school and – that was like November, I think 2017 was like the worst month of my entire life. Mm-hmm. And you came, I I was sitting in the bathroom at lunch that day because I, like at the time I had lost my friend group and I was just kind of like just chilling in the bathroom every day for lunch. Because I feel like in high school when you don't have lunch plans, you're a loser. Yeah. I don't know why. It feels like it. It feels like it. And I was just having the worst day of my life and I called you. I don't know if you remember this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Lexi, I'm having the worst day of my life. Everybody hates me. Like, all yeah. this stuff. And you came and picked me up and you brought me a Baja Blast. I don't know if you yeah. remember that, but we yes. sat in the Bonneville parking lot. You gave me this massive pep talk. And I literally have never forgotten that because I, and that's just you. That's literally you. If you need anybody or if anyone needs you, you will drop anything. I don't know what you were doing in that moment. It didn't matter. But you, yeah, you drove in your little car. Yeah, my little Honda the ground. Civic. <laughs> You can hear me coming from a mile away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was bless that car. I, that's just who you are, and I am so grateful for that because a lot of people don't have specific friends. Like I don't think I had talked to you in like a whole time. We weren't super super close, but mm-hmm. I literally called you and you came and we talked, and that's just who yeah. you are. And I'm so grateful for that. And I'm sure so many people are blessed to have you. I really in their eye. You you. So that amazing. makes me feel so good. <laughs> but I really so... try to be. Yeah, because you just. I know how it feels to be going through those kind of things, 
And that's the kind of person I needed. So if mm-hmm. I can be that person for literally anyone else around me, even if we've only talked once, right? I'll be it. Yeah. I that doesn't cause it doesn't cost anything to be nice, you know. Oh, I yes, it doesn't. It literally costs more like on your mental health or your just your day to be more rude to somebody than it does yes. to just smile at them, be kind and I, yeah. Exactly. It's free to be kind and it's also free to be rude, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> we're not going to do yeah, that. We're not going to do that. <laughs> so, thanks so much for sharing that story about your miscarriage. I'm sure it wasn't all easy to share. Um, it's easier now yeah. just because I know there's a lot of people go through it. So, mm-hmm. if me talking about it so openly helps in literally any sort of way, I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I love you so much. I love you. <laughs> So kind of to wrap um, things up today, I do you have anything else that you'd like to share? Um, I did kind of <clears throat> have like that last question of advice that you had for anyone struggling, but I kind of it fit in the little mm-hmm. thing that we were talking about. But yeah, anything else that you would say to someone right now or oh, um, or any last thoughts that you wanted to share? We've been on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> You're too nice to me. <laughs> think so just reach out yeah and be kind to others cost nothing so why why choose not to be kind when you can because it's like the like golden rule of like treat others how you want to be treated right it doesn't matter if you know them or not right it doesn't matter at all I love that so much and um there's a my dad always says this the platinum rule it's treat others the way they want to be treated oh. and I love that <laughs> bless my heart his heart bless your heart dad <laughs> bless shout out that's, that's why I do shout but, out dad yeah shout out Chris we love you <laughs> um, well thank you so much for coming today literally yeah, I've been looking forward to this for quite a while it's been in the so works for I. like it's been in the works for a little bit I wouldn't shut up to Derek <laughs> Bless my husband. Bless everybody. That's yeah. apparently our I'm theme so... right now is bless. But yes, I, I... wouldn't shut up about it. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited too. Um, no, but I did also say like if you are struggling, figure out something that um makes your days worthwhile. I really mm-hmm. believe that. Like kind of how we were talking earlier. Find your life. Find your something that gets you going through the day. Go get a treat every day. Go get a cake pop from Starbucks. If that every single day, they're so good. But if like you need something every single day to carry you through. Talk to someone, you know, go on a drive, kind of just do your things. And obviously, like, we are here. Like, I, mm-hmm. a lot of my friends and family are probably listening to this, right, too. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Find your light. <laughs> Find your light. Yes. Well, um, go out. Do something kind for someone today. Um, and, yeah, I will see you guys next time. <laughs> Bye.